Adventures, everybody. I'm Melissa Bonsek, and welcome to episode 42 of Books Cubed, the show where I chat with the indie authors that you should be reading. It is Thursday, September 12th, 2019, and I'm dying to know what you're reading. So leave me a comment. For the podcast, just scroll down to the show notes, and there's a link there. And if you're on YouTube, you know what to do. So what have I been reading? Thank you for asking. Let's see. Um, I've been reading some nonfiction, The Writer's Guide to Training Your Dragon by Scott Baker. I have got arthritis. I am super young. Well, all kinds of people get arthritis, but it's, I always thought that if I got arthritis, I'd be like really old. But um, anyway, so I've got arthritis in my right hand and I'm having issues typing. So... Uh, I don't have a, I have a Mac. I don't have a PC and Dragon dictation software does not work real well on Macs. And, uh, but I was told that for doing dictation that I should listen to Scott's book anyway, because he had some great recommendations for, uh, all kinds of stuff involving uh, dictation. And I listened to the book and it was awesome. If you are a writer and you're thinking of doing dictation, his book is worth it. Get the audio version so you can listen to him. And it, it's just, it's a great book. And even if you're not gonna use Dragon dictation software, there's a lot of stuff that he talks about with dictation that I hadn't even thought about. Uh, and so it was, it was just a wonderful book to, to have. And in fiction, I want, I'm looking at my board, so I say it right. Uh, I am reading Sins of the Angel by Lydia M. Hawk. Awesome book. Uh, it's a whole series. I don't know. I want to say there are at least three books in the series. So I'm on the first one. It is very good. Uh, I don't want to give anything away. Uh, if you like paranormal, check it out. Check out her stuff. And I will have links in the show notes. So today, let's get, let's get right to the show. Uh, today on the show, I am talking with horror author Alex C. Gates. He was on oh, a couple months ago now, I think it was, and he's got some book recommendations for me. I'm very excited to hear about those. And we are going to talk about, he's part of a new anthology. And I'm sure if you were on Facebook, you heard about this, that event for Storming Area 51. And I think like thousands of people said they were going to go and the government went, uh-oh. And they kept telling people, don't show up because we will arrest you and do horrible things and experiments and all kinds of stuff. You'll end up in the UFOs going, being shipped back to wherever they came from probably. So anyway, they were, they were smart and they said, you know, let's write a bunch of store, short stories having to do with Storming Area 51, which is a great idea. And you can pre-order the book uh, now and through when it comes out, it comes out on September 20th. So he's going to talk some about that too. So let's get right to it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Welcome back, Alex. It's good to see you again. Yeah, it's good to see you. Thanks for having me again. Oh, I, I'm really excited to hear what you have been reading because I have been, I have, usually I sit every Sunday on Instagram and I just scroll through authors pages and any titles that that catch my eye i run to amazon and i get a sample and that's why i find that's where i find a lot of of books that i read but it's been so crazy lately i have not been able to do that so i thought 
why don't I have some of my favorite authors on and we can chat about what they're reading. <laughs> so perfect idea. I gotta ask about your dog. You have the cutest dog and, and I just haven't been on Instagram at all to even see pictures. So how is your dog? Yeah. She's doing awesome. She actually just got spayed um, two days ago. So oh, that's great. But yeah, it's awesome. And she's recovering like a champ. You think she never had surgery at all. She's just running around, jumping all over the place. I'm like, take it easy, Stella. I don't want you to turn bitches. So I'm trying not yeah. to encourage the plane right now. But she's a fur ball. What what I want to say she's a golden retriever. She's a golden doodle. A so golden, a golden doodle. That's it. Doodle, yeah. So How big do those doodle. get? She she'll be about twenty two pounds. Oh, that's not bad at all. No, no, it's perfect for our house too. Perfect size. So right now she's about twenty pounds. The vet just weighed her, so she might get a little bit bigger. So. Nice, because we when we evacuated, there were a couple people with um, labradoodles, and they were huge. Oh yeah, they were like small yeah. horses. Oh. Yeah, so there's a standard size, um, which would be the huge ones that get to be like eighty pounds, and then there's a mini size, and she's a mini. Oh, good. So they'll she her breed gets to be about twenty to twenty five pounds. Okay, so that's not, I like. She's a little dogs. smaller. They're portable, or just so yeah. much easier to deal with. Oh, she's so easy. You just put her in the car, and she can sleep right at your feet, and travel with her anywhere. So. Oh, nice, nice. Perfect size. Okay, we got the dog update out of the way, so I'm happy to hear about her. Oh yeah. And so what tell if me if anyone wants to see pictures. If anyone wants to see pictures of her, just go to um Instagram, Alex Seagates. Oh yeah, good. I'll put a link in the show notes. His dog is yeah. adorable. So you definitely want to go and see pictures. So what are you reading yeah. right now? I I actually read, I, I'm I'm kind of weird and I read about five books at one time. So um yeah, and I just kind of cycle through them based on my location. I have like one in my car, one in my bedroom, all over the place, one on my phone for audio. Um, so I'm reading um, by Dan Wilcox, They Rot. Um, he's an indie author, and it's a post-apocalyptic novel. Um, and I'm currently writing a post-apocalyptic novel, so it's kind of nice to see how he's writing it versus what I'm trying to do. I'm also reading um, Shane Silver's, his Nate Temple series have you heard of that one? Oh yes yes i've heard of that one but i have not another post poc no that one's um urban fantasy urban fantasy so, what well, well, he's are really his, popular who are his protagonists in that nate temple's the main protagonist um and i've only okay. actually read the first book so what's that vampires werewolves oh yeah yeah so vampires werewolves wizards it's kind of like um jim butcher's dressin series oh or yeah, i like that series yeah, yeah. So um, I've only read the first book. I've read about all of Jim Butcher. So I'll keep you updated on which one I end up liking better. Yeah, but so, definitely. So definitely. Far, now, the first one, what was the first one again that you mentioned? It's called They Rot by Dan Wilcox, the post apocalyptic one. Okay, yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, and what's that one about? That one is post apocalyptic. So it's about, I'm only about 50 pages in, but so far it's about. Um, this elderly couple taking in a kind of like a straggler survivor and then kind of working out dynamics of surviving without venturing into the world and kind of courting danger. Like we should just stay here in our safety. And then it's like, no, we need to go out and see what else is out there, who else we can kind of like hook up with. 
So that's the kind of the early struggle. Yeah. Oh boy. And that's the, you know, I don't know. I don't, what would you do if it was you? Would you stay or would you venture out? Man, I think it'd be so easy to stay, especially if they have, cause they have food and um, they kind of have a little security system set up. I think it'd just be so easy to stay. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I think I'd stay in the beginning. You know, I think I would too, at least until I ran out of food or supplies. Um, and you just don't know who's out there. You yeah. know, it's bad enough. Yeah. It's bad enough just day to day in the regular world. Yeah. And I can't imagine um, being in a post-apoc world. And I've really gotten into reading post-apoc lately. Oh, really? And, um, cool. What am I reading right now? Um, right now, I'm I'm finishing up the Empty Body series, and by Zachary Hannon. And uh, I'm okay. I'm in chapter in book two, and I, I I only listen in the car or when I'm walking my dog, and. Oh. But I hadn't walked my dog much lately, so I haven't gotten as far as I thought I would be. I thought it'd be done like a month ago, um, but I need to, I think I'm going to need to dedicate some time to walking her more. It's just yeah. been so hot here in Florida. And oh, yeah, I bet. Really old. Are you okay? Is, Dor is Dorian um, going to affect you at all? You know, it, it, um, we were worried that it was going to. So it, it, it was still being projected as coming right at us. And so we evacuated uh what day did we leave we left sunday we evacuated on sunday oh. just in case because i lived in in um charleston during hugo in 1989 that was a category four and it was a direct hit wow. and it was really scary being in the house and listening to the wind shake the house and the house wasn't that well built anyway we had a lot of problems with it and i was really surprised that it was still standing at the end of the storm but the area yeah, was wow. devastated. Yeah, we were without power for a while. And we learned as soon as we got here to Florida, we bought a generator. And this is our third season, and we still haven't used it. So that's been good. That's perfect. Yeah. Well, and we hopefully just, you guys. I, I meant to come home on Wednesday. My husband had to go back to work Wednesday. But we were at Disney World, and we still had – I have a season pass, but my kids still had two days left on their five-day tickets. So – we said, well, we'll stay up here if you don't mind. <laughs> He's like, whatever. <laughs> so we came home Friday, which was, which was, okay. I didn't, I mean, I, I got some writing done. I'd actually got some writing done while I was standing in lines waiting for rides on the first day because it was so crowded that first day. Yeah. Were you writing on your phone? After that, yeah, I was really surprised. And then after that, it was like nobody in the park. So I didn't have line time to do any writing. And then we were out so long all day long every day. <laughs> That's like, crazy. I had like 26,000 steps every day. And I came home <laughs> absolutely. I know I'm looking at my, my watch going, oh my God, am I going to hit 30 today? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, so yeah, by the end of uh, each day, it was, it was crazy with just all the walking. But Star Wars Land opened. And oh, what was that? Yeah, it was amazing. We were there for, we went up two weeks ago for opening day and I did last week's podcast about it. Had a lot of pictures, talked about it. It was crazy. We got there at like 3, 3.30 in the morning and we were really surprised at how many people were already there. And they ended up opening, we're going to open the park at six, but there were so many people there. They opened it just after four to let everybody in to get the crowds kind of down mm -hmm. and more manageable size in the front end because it was just crazy. And you know, we didn't, we didn't do any, we didn't ride the Millennium Falcon that day. We didn't do anything. We got something to eat, but we just kind of walked around and looked at everything and took a lot of pictures. 
And uh, then we were out of the land by like 6.30 in the morning. And <laughs> we went up and did other stuff and then went home and slept. Uh, but it was absolutely nuts. But, but you know, very, um, it's got a very post-apoc feel to, to the land itself. There is, um, I happen to have it right next to me. This is their oh. brochure. So you can see, even the oh, brochures, yeah. you walk into the park, if you're on video, uh, you can see this. And if you're not, sorry, go to the video. But you can see there's like blaster marks on the park program itself even. It's, um, it's a tan color. And uh, it's got like splotches of black here and there. And it was like that throughout the whole of the park. It just felt like there'd been a battle recently and these people were recovering. And you know, you had stormtroopers that would walk through. And instead of walking around people, they'd walk toward the, the crowd and they'd part you. They'd make you get out of their way. So that was, that was a lot of fun. And they'd kind of go into At one point I was taking pictures of one up on, the, on a, um, a railing looking down at me and he starts yelling at me and waving his gun and I'm like, oh shoot, I'm gonna get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't be able to hit you anyway. Yeah, it, you know, it's not quite Westworld, but I think that's where these theme parks are headed, you know, where yeah. you're an immersed experience. Because once you're in there, everything is written in that, whatever the language is there. I love Star Wars. I was 13 when the first one came out. I went to the theater and saw it right when it came out because I've been watching the trailers. I can still remember sitting in front of the TV and watching that first trailer for the first Star Wars movie that came out. Mm -hmm. But after that, I really didn't pay much attention. I didn't like the movies after that. I know Star Wars fans <laughs> are like, you, uh. Just that first one in my mind, the first one was it, and nothing else happened after that. And it just made a really mm -hmm. nice yeah. movie, you know? Had a beginning and a middle yeah. and an end, and I really didn't care about Darth Vader's backstory, and I didn't want to know what happened next. You know, it was just, yeah. didn't want to know. But anyway, so it, it but it, it, it you, you feel very immersed and you can do the play program where you go into the park and it has you do all these different uh, uh, missions and you mm -hmm. collect things. And my kids did it more than I did. I only did it a little bit because I was wandering up because Toy Story Land didn't have any lines and I wanted to ride the roller coaster, <laughs> the dog roller coaster. Uh, so I, oh. I left all the Star Wars stuff to go do that, but I, it's that I think that's what that's what's going to be coming in the future. You know, very immersed worlds. And one of the one of your co-writers in um, in and I never remember the name of it in Undead Tales, fifteen thrilling zombie stories, a Night of the Writing Dead anthology. <laughs> Laurie Drake yes. about God nailed it. <laughs> yeah, Laurie had written her story about a a park where they are immersed in the park and then the zombie apocalypse happens. And I think it was Gunsmoke. Oh, okay. And that was really cool. And I got to thinking, you know, that would be really bizarre to be stuck inside some sort of a, a theme park or a world or something and everything goes crazy. Yeah. yeah crazy. And yeah, that, that's see. a really interesting idea. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I really, and I told her, I said, I'm done with a short story, but I need like a trilogy of these characters. So get writing. <laughs> like, uh, it's kind of like uh, other things. I said, no, 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 put everything down. Yeah, and start that right now. So, what okay. are you working on right now? I'm actually currently working on a post apocalyptic trilogy for the Molten Universe Media. That's Jay Thorne's and Zach O'Hannon's publishing company. Yeah. 
And so it's um, not so much zombies, but like alien zombies. So oh, it's alien invasion and they kind of, the alien invasion kind of spreads the zombie virus, if you will. Oh, I love that. Can you talk about this? Yeah, um, I think so. Okay, <laughs> I hope I'll so. double check. So <laughs> I don't want them to get mad at us. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit. Cut that bit. out if he gets mad at us and says we can't. So. Yeah, I'll give you very vague um, details, I guess. So yeah, just don't go into too many details. So Yeah, so it's going to be told about 500 years. going to be a trilogy? Yeah, a trilogy. And it takes place about 500 years from the actual infection point. And so it's kind of how the world has moved on from that. Yeah. And a new apocalypse is coming or so it's prophesied. So it's how this post-apocalyptic world has rebuilt itself and how they're preparing for the new apocalypse. So there's a lot of fan like epic fantasy tropes in there as well. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, will you finish the whole series before it's released? Yes, I will. So I'm almost, I'm about three days off of finishing book two and book three should hopefully be done before the end of October. Fantastic. When will these be out? I don't know. So then I got to turn it into Jay and Zach and we got to go through our, the editing process and, you know, all that fun stuff and create a marketing strategy and release it based on their publishing kind of timeline. So I don't know. I'm hoping late 2019 or early 2020. That would be fantastic. When it's done, you got to come back on. And I know. Yeah. Is that sound that sounds right up my alley. I love aliens and I'm really getting into post apoc right now and the whole Perfect. Just thrown people thrown out of their comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah, just people challenged with something that's never been seen before. I also have recently finished um, a short story for another anthology. And this anthology is based on the Area 51 meme. I'm sure you've heard of it, where everyone's gonna raid Area 51 on September 20th. Yeah. And so I finished my short story, sent that one in. The anthology is called Stormy Area 51. Um, and the publisher put it together, his name is J.R. Hanley. And so the story I wrote is about, um, pretty much everyone invades Area 51 it's hard to explain the story without giving away the twist, though. Oh, don't give but the twist much. away. Don't give the twist away. Right. It sounds great. I remember when that meme, I, I hadn't <laughs> been on Facebook or anything, and all of a sudden, everybody was talking about storming Area 51, and I thought, what the hell? I, it was one different <laughs> part is some guy, just for a joke, set up a, a, an event. Facebook, yeah. A Facebook. Now, yep. is it still, I guess the chicken, the, it got, people got distracted by chicken sandwiches at, at uh, Popeye's. <laughs> And I yeah, don't running know, out of chicken. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Attention span is really, really short. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if it's still a, if people are actually going to plan to do it or if they're still talking about it or what. On September twentieth, the anthology is going to be released. So, and there's thirty-five stories in that one. Oh, fantastic! Fantastic. Yeah. So, <clears throat> this will be up before then but I will go back and mm -hmm. I will add the link to that anthology. So if you're listening, let's see, this, go, this goes out 
uh, I don't know. Well, this goes out soon. It, it, it is on pre-order right now. Oh, it's on pre-order. Oh, fantastic. So shoot yeah. me the link and then I will put it in the show notes so everyone can go down and grab a copy. And it's 35 short stories? Yes. Oh, that's 35. And I love that. That's a fantastic, fantastic idea. And uh, see, that's, that's the kind of thing as indie authors that we need to do is grab onto things that are topical, especially. Uh, but yeah. after this whole craze fades and in years from now, when nobody remembers that people were going to storm Mary 51, people will still be interested because it's a zombie theme and zombies are eternal in life yeah. and in the public yeah. interest. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so have you, have you thought farther ahead to what you'll be doing after you finish the current series that you're working on? What's the title of the series you're working on? Do you have a title yet? I do not have a title. Okay. So I'm, it's currently Zach and Jay's series. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> and they know their um, stuff, so they'll they'll help you come up with something really good, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure they're really good. Have stuff. you thought farther beyond this third book? I have, yeah. Not in the same series, a different series that I'll be publishing myself. Um, and that's kind of why I'm reading Shane Silver's right now. I'm also reading the Harry Dresden Files by Jim Butcher, um, because I'm going to jump into urban fantasy. So dark urban fantasy. And I have nine books planned for that one nice and that's three different trilogies so the goal would be to create three different characters write a trilogy for each of them and then combine them into like an avengers type of giant trilogy so yeah yeah well that that, that, yeah. that would work good if you had a, a common theme set around all of them mm -hmm. and then after you finish the nine if there's a if the public wants more you know, you can yeah. jump in and you can keep working off that same universe that oh, you've yeah. created. Yeah. Yeah, that's really yeah. smart. Um, so, the guy, oh God, I'm an, I'm, I can't think of his name. He has written like a thousand books. I'm sure it's not that many, but he's created this, <laughs> this world with, um, uh, in outer space. And he is just, he can, he, he just keeps writing books, spinning off from this universe. And it was really mm -hmm. smart on his part because people that buy any of his books that buy into that world, they're going to want to know more about that world and characters in that world. I mean, it's like the Star Wars idea. Yeah. You've got all these spin-off oh, yeah. ideas and you've got the Clone Wars and you've got, I don't know, whatever the other other things are and, and various movies uh, coming out that people are going to go see because it is that universe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I'm hoping to just do the uh, trilogy with this character, trilogy with this character, trilogy with this character. And if one of them doesn't get popular, then just kind of abandon it. And if one of them does, just kind of keep going. So. Yeah, I think that's really smart. That's really smart. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm still figuring everything out my, myself and I'm only on book two of my first series. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'll, I'll, see, I'll see how things go after I've hit the third one. I have ideas for the first four, uh, but... Yeah. You know, what, I, what genre is it? It's, it's, it's uh, I thought it was mystery, but I keep getting grouped in with cozy mystery, which is fine. I like cozy mystery. Uh, yeah. Each book takes place in a different city. So I was oh, thinking, okay. that, I always thought that cozy was just the same series, the same city all the uh -huh. time. But 
somebody asked me a bunch of questions and I answered yes. And she went, oh, you're cozy mystery. I said, okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever makes it easier to market if I know yeah. the type of readers that like it. Uh, so, and I've yeah, got the, exactly. the second and third uh, that are, and the fourth, like I said. Then I've got a um, sci-fi fantasy bizarre thing that I'm not exactly sure where it's going to go. So, um, it's a, it was a screenplay I wrote that never got produced. And uh, I think I'm just going to turn it into a, a series. I think I can get three to five books. I'm hoping I can get five books out of it. Because, awesome. yeah, because readers tend to want, and I know, especially for me, when I sit down, when I, when I look for a book or an author, the more books they have, the easier it is to hit buy on that first one. Because if they've only got like yeah. one book, then I have to look for another book after I'm done with theirs. I got to go find another writer. Uh, so I can understand that the public wants, wants us to write a lot of books, you know, in the same series. And it's like with binge, binge watching TV. Now we just yeah. sat down and watched Stranger Things. I think it was eight episodes. And I think mm -hmm. I did it in a day. So. Oh, yeah. And they're so good that it's hard to turn it off. <laughs> I know. Season three was really good. And I was, oh, I was worried that um, it wouldn't. Because, you know, it, I think I, uh, I put on this. We're, Alex and I are in the same Slack group with, um, I think you're in our Slack group. Are you in the Slack group? Maybe Which not. Which one? Um, I'm in a couple. We might be in the same one. I can't remember now. But anyway, I had written, why the hell does anybody still live in this town? You know, after the third season. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> That's like a whole thing. Everybody, like, why isn't there a mass exodus out of this place? Because it is scary. And, and more than these people, more than the main characters, other people saw this stuff too. So yeah. you, you'd think. That's like when I read a, a Stephen King novel. Why do people continue to live in Derry, Maine? Oh, yes, I know, I know, I know. I was. Um, have you seen it yet? Not the newest one. Not this one. Not part two. Okay, I haven't seen either, and I have not read this book. I think it's been out for a really long time, which is really bad on my part. Um, you haven't read it. Yeah, it's, it's. So I need my kids said that they're going to find the the one with the kids that came out like last year, the year before, or whatever. And we're going to watch okay. that one first and then go to the theater and see part two. Um, uh -huh. But I just, I, I was thinking about it yesterday because I, I caught an X-Files episode that Stephen King had written with the doll that kept saying, um, I want to play, let's have fun. Oh, uh -huh. have you seen that one? I haven't seen that one, but I've heard of it. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was, it was on yesterday. It, um, oh. I think it was season five, but it might've been earlier. I don't know. I, I, it's hard to keep track of, what the seasons were mm -hmm. uh, but it was it was really good it was really good oh uh, i'll have to check it out yeah check it out check it out it's what it's what made me think of uh stephen king's uh it because and then i oh, okay. got my kids cornered and said okay we gotta go see uh this latest <laughs> i had um i haven't read a lot of his stuff recently mr mercedes okay. i picked up and after the first chapter i was so distraught after the first chapter <laughs> couldn't read on. You gotta put it down. I just finished reading The Outsider, which is one of his more recent ones. Um, and as a kid, he was by far my favorite author. And so I had read about probably 90% of his works up until that point. And then when I turned 18, I just kind of started reading other things, venturing out. 
And so now that's one of my other books I'm reading right now is I'm going back and rereading his entire, um, I guess, all his works. So Nice. Yeah. Yeah. When I hit about 22, 23, um, I started reading other stuff and not, I think I started reading shorter books. Yeah, because before then I could, I, 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 yeah, I was just finishing college and I got married when I was 23 or 24. And then okay. I had my first daughter, 25. So then it was just, I, I didn't have time to, to, or the energy to carry a book that was, you know, this thick anymore. Yeah. Well, now you have a Kindle, so you don't have to. Yes, that's wonderful. I was so excited when the Kindle came out. It's wonderful. Yeah, I have mine somewhere. I had taken it on a trip. And then I unpacked it and I put it somewhere safe and I have no idea where it is. I wish they had a little oh, bell on it that would find my Kindle, you know, the, like find your phone, yeah. find your phone yeah. somewhere. Um, we're, we're moving again. Uh, the people were renting and, and the homeowners are selling their house. So I have to move again. So um, oh, I'm sure I will find it as I unpack things at the new house. <laughs> I'm one of those throw thing in a box, take it to the new house, dump it on the floor kind of people. And then put it away, oh. throw it away, uh, depending yeah. on what, what I'm going to do with it. Uh, but it, I, we have what issues because we can't figure out where we want to live. You know, we like Port mm -hmm. St. Lucie, but we're not sure where we want to live. So we've just been renting and just kind of wandering around. And yeah, uh, yeah it's. Um, You're going to stay in Florida? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Even though my husband yeah. keeps threatening to leave. Uh, I didn't like the winters in Wisconsin, and he doesn't like the summers here. So we've got some issues we oh. <laughs> need to work out. <laughs> so I think, you know, if we could find a place with a lake, it doesn't have to be a big lake, but mm -hmm. being right on water tends to make it a little cooler. You get that nice breeze off the yeah. water. But I don't want to live near mm -hmm. the ocean because of hurricanes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I had been, right before Dory and I had been talking about, well, maybe we should just get a condo on Hutchinson Island. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, after You're this, it's like, forget about hurricanes. And then when one comes through and everybody starts evacuating, you're like, oh, yeah, that might not be the best idea. Yeah, know, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh. Yeah, that'd be tough. So, uh, so, okay, so we've got everything that you're working on. I can't wait for you to finish. So hurry up and keep writing this one you're working on so that you guys can all get it um, edited and out for the public. And then you've got yep. the, what's, what's the name Urban of the September anthology? No, the, oh, Storming, the, September the Storming Area 51. Yes, yeah, Storming Area 51. Okay. Storming Area 51. So just email me the link and I'll put it in the show notes. Everybody check oh, well. that out. I'll have a link for, I'm going to print the title again, Undead Tales, 15 Thrilling Zombie Stories, A Night of the Writing Dead Anthology. Oh my God, Jay and Zach, can you come up with a shorter title next time? Okay. So, but that book is excellent. Also, lots of good stories. Yours was one of my favorite in yes. that one. And uh, I Thank can't you. the next short story. And this anthology. So it sounds great. Where can people find you out there on the world um, web? You could go to my website, which I never update at alexseagates.com. Um, but if you do go there, you could join my mailing list. And I do offer a episodic free short story about twice a month. So that is a continuing type of urban fantasy series. So 
If you want to join that, go ahead and join my email list. And again, alexcgates.com. Also, if you go to Instagram, you can follow my dog. And that is handle at Alex Seagates. That sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah. And write everything down because my ears are crap and I'll type it in wrong. So. Uh, oh, perfect. <laughs> sounds good. Thank you so much. And you come back once that stuff is out so we can talk about that. Yes. Soon. Yes, I will. Thank you for having me. Okay. Thanks for being on. And I will go and check yep. out those books that you recommended. And I, like I said, I'm really excited for some new stuff to read. Perfect. <laughs> okay, thanks. Thank you. The anthology Storming Area 51 is out in September, September 20th. So it's just a couple weeks. Go ahead and check that out. Uh, in the meantime, send us some star love if you're on the podcast. Uh, drop down to the show notes, leave a comment. There's a little uh, link to click so that they're all in the same place and I can find them. Um, on YouTube, you know what to do. It's really easy to leave comments. And uh, I guess you can follow us on, on YouTube and uh, click that little bell and it'll let you know when there's new episodes. And uh, let's see what else. Oh, Instagram. We're on, we, and by we, I mean me, the show is on Instagram. So you can find me there under Books Cubed and leave me recommendations. And if it's your own book, that's fine. I'm always looking for stuff to read. I usually spend Sundays perusing, YouTube, uh, not YouTube, uh, Instagram, and uh, going through and looking for authors and then checking out if they have titles that are interesting. I usually go and check them out and at least get a sample of their book. And so, you know, save me some, some uh, free up my Sundays by sending me some recommendations. And that's it for this week. So uh, I will see you next time and go read a good book. Mm -hmm.